0: everyone welcome once again to the state champs preps podcast covering week four now it's hard to believe week four of the high school football season today we're going to give you uh, a preview on what we feel more specifically tom markowski feels are the top <laughs> 10 games for the state uh, here for week four so uh, first
1: off uh, quick just introductions on who's on the podcast today Scott Bernstein, State Champs blogger, uh, Oakland Press uh, preps writer, and college recruiting coordinator. Jeff Dulex,
2: State, state Champs uh, writer, and social media.
3: Before mentioned, Tom Markowski and I just want to say something about some of the games I picked. I yeah. tried to do a regional thing on it. I try mm-hmm. to get the uh, uh, the entire state involved yeah, in the did. picks. Uh, Lansing, Grand Rapids, Northern, and obviously Detroit. Yeah, I like it too. It. Yeah, um, and I, I do that for a reason because there's rivalries. Everywhere. So.
0: Absolutely. Usually in that week three to week five range is when mm-hmm. you get a lot of the big rivalry yep. games that are happening. Yep. Obviously, you were at Traverse City Central. Traverse phenomenal, City West doesn't I, I get got, any bigger than that. I
3: tell you, I love being there. The, the atmosphere sounded know, like it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. They do such a good job up there putting on the Patriot game, and yeah. it, you know that. You know, no offense to the people who won or lost, but the heck with the football game. The uh, the pageantry, the the dedication they made for the veterans that were on the field. And it was, they had uh, bagpipes at halftime. It was phenomenal. It was yeah. really a sight. I think, to see. Un-
1: unfortunately, because of the age we're in, down here in Metro Detroit, which is like the big city, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes some of that atmospheric Friday night lights has gotten lost a little bit. Yeah, because uh, there's so crowds. much going on yeah. in the
3: Detroit area that distracts, yeah. you know, your casual friend yeah. or a, f- a fan of high school football. We're up there. That's the biggest right. thing. There's still a yeah. little. Po- there's still pockets. Oh right? no, no, you get yeah. it. I mean, yeah. we've got the mega games, the yeah. CC Brother Ice, right.
0: Clarkston Lake Orient, Dakota Eisenhower, yeah. Dakota Eisenhower, absolutely. And
2: I th- yeah, I think when you get you know to a playoff game, not necessarily a state final, but a playoff game, um, and an east side team is taking on a west side team, you'll kind of see the difference, like the way that Lowell travels. You yeah. know, I've been at a couple of playoff games where Lowell's just outnumbering the opposing crowd you
0: the one time you get a lot of casual fans like king uh Detroit king and cash well, it's like the whole city, when they play the whole city shows uh, up right. right plus all those you know yeah. talent you yeah, know talented yeah. players getting yeah. a chance to see them you compete won't, against you won't top see players that
3: with east english right but you will see that with Castek and King. All
0: right, here we go. Top 10 games for week four. So we'll start Flint Metro area and uh, a game that you'll be able to catch on State Champs Extra Point. That'll be part of the Ryan Slocum package. Fenton and Linden, both teams 3-0. and And we've got a Mr. Football candidate uh, hopefully uh, continuing the way he's been playing.
3: Uh, these teams have really dominated uh, the Flint Metro League in the last, whatever, 12 years or so. <laughs> Um, it should be a, you know, a lot of footballs in the air. Josh Zarnata of Fenton is really racking up the stats, racking up the records. And unfortunately, you know, this is – they really haven't, they being the teams in the Metro League, haven't performed that well in the state playoffs. Now, Fenton did beat Midland Dow last year in, in the district final. That's a that's a feather in their cap. And yeah. I think this program is making steps forward. But you have to understand when they played Wall Lake Western, it was not close.
1: Right. Just uh, uh, in addition to obviously Zarnata, you got the coach's kid, Chance Setsky, who's his top receiver, right. uh, getting a lot of uh, uh, yardage stretch in the field. And then just a quick stat update on uh, Josh. Last week, he only played a half of football in a big victory and uh, walked away with 310 uh, combined yards, five touchdowns, buck 75 through the air, four touchdowns, and the buck 40. Uh, and one touchdown on the ground. Yeah, yeah
0: so shabby. so Fenton's won four straight in mm-hmm. this series. You think he'd make it five?
3: Yeah, I yeah. would think so. Uh, playing at home, and I just think they're the better team. Uh, with Josh being a senior, um, you have to favor them. But you know, this is this is a game. You know, as far as me, Mister Football Race, I'm going to see what Josh does yeah. in this game.
2: Yeah, I'm interested to see too. Uh, I think this is going to be like a 42-35 type game, kind of the Flint right. Metro League type mm-hmm. style. But I think uh, I think Fenton's going to pull, pull it out and. But you know it's it's a rivalry game. Anything can happen, and sure. you know especially with shootouts when defenses start allowing lots of points, you know anything can really happen
0: at that. And part. and usually when you have this is the eighth annual Wounded Warriors game mm-hmm. there. In, That's right. And uh, between these two, and what's cool about that is usually again well attended, yep. teams play their best. Linden's got 15 years of postseason experience now making it last right. 15 years so uh, they're three and0 mm-hmm. as well obviously Fenton would be their rival mm-hmm. right. uh, so it's sh- like you said I think it will be a shootout we'll see yeah. I-, I think Fenton might pull it out just because you know they've got uh, a real talented guy there under center for Fenton, finding ways to get things done. But that's, that's always the difference. It's whoever
1: has that. the ball last, maybe.
0: Yeah, he's in. Uh, just a
1: quick plug yeah. I, I got on my statechampsnetwork.com right. blog yeah. uh, that just got put up today. I did my uh, my rankings for Mr. Football, my top five right now at the quarter point of the season, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to tell you where Josh is, but right. I'll tell you that Josh is in that top five. So you got to go read it. That's right. That's right. Bernie bites. On. Yep. StateChampsNetwork.com.
0: All right, so let's move uh, to a game that we don't f- talk about very often uh, in terms of the teams. Fulton at Fowler. Both teams are 2-1. and one.
1: And, uh, again, these are small schools. I mean, at at least least, actually, I played a
3: th- Yeah, these schools have a history of playoff competition. I
1: played basketball against Fowler. Uh, it's a, it's a, I, I remember hung, in uh, Hungerford. In and uh, hu- the Hungerford right. brothers Glenn Simon, they had a, nice. and they had both football and basketball in the 90s, but I remember my yeah. dad cuz it's such a small school. I mm-hmm. I tell my dad, "Oh, we're playing Fowler." He's like, "You mean Fowlerville?" I'm right. Like, no, right. Fowler. Yeah. He's like, "No, it can't be." I'm like, "No, there's a whole different city right. that <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like Harrison. Yeah. No,
0: you mean Farmington Hills." He "No, no, the city. no the there city is area. a Harrison High School." That's right. Yeah.
3: And and what I write about is you've seen a lot of teams and maybe You know, I'm getting my opinion here. I don't like to see too many teams going to uh, eight-player football. Yeah, eight-player football. I think it hurts a lot of small schools in in the state of Michigan in a sense that if you have so many opting for that uh, option, then you might have some schools who want to play 11-player football. They can't. They can't. Because they can't get games. Right. Right. They'd have to travel. There are 60 teams
0: playing eight-player now. That's and the I most I just, I've ever been. And
3: I would End hate up. to see these teams go that way. And I think it's possible. Uh, I made a comparison to a school up where I have my place now in Monacoma, yeah. or Brethren is that? And Brethren used to play uh, eleven player in 2014, and they had a enrollment close to 300. Now they're like at 150 or so, and so now now they're playing eight player. And that's what's happening to Fulton is they're down to 167 enrollment. And it's a different know. game. It's a different game. Yeah, right. and I just yeah. you know because this rivalry it, it, is really good, and if you have one going to eight player, what happens to the others? Right,
0: and you said they did dip into eight player for a little while. No, 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 no. Oh, Okay,
3: they just they, I just see I just don't want them to. And oh, gotcha. see, I'm getting my opinion in there. Gotcha. I'd, yes, I'd rather did. see those really quality mm-hmm. D8 teams stay where they're at.
2: Right, but uh, you know I think we're just on a trend where you know it's you know the more that go down to 8-player, you know, the more of the bigger schools that are going to trickle into Division 8, and then I think we have a little bit of an unbalance with some of these usual yeah, quality I, Division right, 8 schools. I, agree. I,
3: think, I think it's a snowball effect, right. too, because once a lot of teams start going to D8, they'll say, well, I mean, not D8, 8-player, uh, mm-hmm. that you, you find more and more, because, well, well, the team we used to play is playing 8-player, so why don't we do that? Right.
0: All right, let's move over to the Lansing area. Lansing, Sexton 3 and 0 as they welcome in their rival Grand Ledge at 2 and 1.
3: Yeah, Grand Ledge has really been the powerhouse there mm-hmm. in in that CAC blue, but Sexton is that other team that's a smaller team, you know, as far as division they play division 4 normally in the state playoffs. Um, but started out 3 and 0. The big reds are and I think I think these are the two best teams in that league. Even though Okamas is still undefeated in the CAC play, I just you know Grand Ledge is kind of the the team in the last five or six seven years. Right.
2: You you look at Lansing Sexton; they've been down a couple of years since they made a couple right. of trips to four. Made field. a run. They, a
3: couple right. They years, lost couple by a point in fine. Yeah. state yeah. final. Yeah, I
2: think you know they took a dip, but it seems like they're back. They're back to being quality. I don't know if they're they're that Ford Field caliber team yet, but I think they're on the path to be there. But Look at Grand Ledge. Nolan Bird has had a, a really good start to the season. He's a guy that we've talked about quite yeah. a bit.
1: Maybe getting in yeah. uh, eventually maybe getting into the right the race. Well, and I
3: think he's a player that we have to have yeah. our radar Mr. on, Mr. Football Race. And Sam Johnson's another one out of uh, Wall Lake Western. Right, but I,
2: I think Nolan Bird's gonna gonna have another you know normal normal Nolan Bird game. And
0: I
3: think Grand Ledge has got good two a you know multi faceted quarterback.
0: For yeah, them. and even though they lost to Dewitt. Yeah, that's that's DeWitt's not a bad loss. Good. Yeah,
3: you know, it's pretty
2: good. I don't, I don't think there's such a thing as a as a good win or a good loss, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's a bad loss. Well, they uh,
0: probably uh, played more tough or tougher competition than Sexton has at this point.
2: Coach, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, oh for sure. I mean, coach
1: Boggin's gonna have, have those guys, uh, yeah, ready to go. Yep. Uh, to, to you know, I'm sure he'll have a, a defense uh, a d- defensive game plan ready for for Bird. Yeah.
2: He's a very underrated coach. I don't think we talk enough about how good of a coach he's been for Sexton over the years.
3: Consistent. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: All right, let's head over to the Grand Rapids area to the west side as South Christian is undefeated to start 2017. They welcome in an unbeaten Grand Rapids Christian team, a team Smart. that was down maybe for the last few years mm-hmm. after their uh, remarkable run to the state finals mm-hmm. with Drake Harris. That was a, as a
3: one, junior. Of most,
1: one of the most exciting state finals. Yeah. Uh, was I St. Mary's. Yeah. His yeah. catches. Oh, it was very yeah. and then The whole game. Superman. And then Matt Linehan, yeah. Who's, yeah. Now, who's now the quarterback at uh, the, Idaho. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh had a, uh, it was a two point conversion to win it, and yeah. that I don't remember. And they had, and they went for two. The running backs were it. going crazy for Orchard mm-hmm. Lake, tri- you know, both of them. He went to, right. he went, they went to win it in uh, with a two point conversion, like triple yeah. overtime, and, right. and didn't get it. That's
2: right. It, you you That's look right. at South Christian, I think both teams have taken a little bit of a step back since they had you know their star leave. John Wasink was a star quarterback at South and led them to a, at least one state championship, maybe two. Um. But, you know, he's at Western Michigan now. We, we see him. He's starting. Yeah, he's starting now. Yeah. You know, so I think both
3: these teams are kind of back on the upswing of. And yeah, they won one. it in 2012, 2014, That's 13. Right. They lost yeah. to Marine City in the final.
2: Gotcha. Mm. So, I mean, I think. You know, South, South Christian's swing, you know, their, their down period has been mm-hmm. a little bit shorter. But yeah, I think they, they're both on the spot. Yeah, upswing. they were 5-5
3: five and five last year at South Christian. They got mm-hmm. beat twice, I think, by Benton Harbor last year. I think it surprised me, at least. And I think they are much better. This is, a you know, a division game in the OK. And should be a lot of GR folks at, at that place. Do we
1: have a Drake yeah. Harris update? Is he... In the defensive backfield now at Michigan, I heard? I haven't. He really was dressed. Him. I know yeah. that. I saw
0: his jersey. I saw
1: him yeah, walking
2: was, around. He was oh. playing last year at receiver, but there was yeah. that rumor, like what Scott was saying, maybe he's going to switch over to defensive back, but I really haven't seen a whole well, lot the of him.
3: competition at wide receiver yeah. kind of put him out. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Michigan's. Uh, they're not lacking in in their receiving. Well, point. and you know, the recruiting's
1: going probably right. as best as it has in a while. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah. but Grand Rapids Christian South Christian I think is going to be another high-scoring game. These are two offenses that are known to put points on the board over the years.
0: Yeah, I think maybe when it's all said and done Drake Harris may say, "Maybe I should have joined played Izzo, basketball. Played Izzo, <laughs> joined played basketball at Michigan State." Well, <clears throat> getting know?
3: back to Christian, they beat to We were talking about it mm-hmm. earlier uh, yeah. in the opener 38-30 and And that, that surprised me. That did yeah. too. Uh that told me and I initially thought, oh, DeWitt's down this year. What I failed to realize is that Christian's up this year. Right right. And it's and DeWitt, the same staff. I think DeWitt is down.
0: Right. It's the same staff that's there. right? Same right. coaches and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they came out of the gate blazing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, now they've just kind of... Uh, are picking it back not, up. Sometimes you just get a group that just isn't as talented as, as other ones, no matter that, how much you coach them up.
2: I, I think that's what happens in high school sports. It's not, yeah. you know, it's, it's not college it's group where you can recruit through, the players and, that yeah. you want. It's not the yeah. pros
0: where you can draft the players you want.
2: You know, you're kind of giving them the hand that you're dealt, and you have to kind of... It's a nice school, kind of, right? Oh, absolutely. Christian Blades.
1: Another uh, program, or another uh, game from week one that I think plays like that is uh, Farmington-Harris East Grand Rapids, because mm-hmm. East Grand Rapids dominated Harrison yeah. Yeah. Right. and I, I, I to me that said to me that Harrison was going to not, not be very good. good this year right. but I think it was more of a uh, question of just Harrison, you know, getting out of the gate, and East Grand Rapids being a lot better than I thought they were going to be. Correct. Yeah. And now Harrison has you know, uh, outscored their opponents like uh, you
3: know, eighty to fourteen. That's, the last. Yeah, I really so. talked to John. He says they made some adjustments. And remember, yeah. East right. Grand
0: <laughs> East Grand Rapids beat Lowell. Right. right. That's, that's so yeah, that's we what were saying. all talking right. Lowell. Right. They might mm-hmm. go undefeated, and here's EGR. That's a statement. You know, that's a yeah. statement. Yeah. Well, it was.
3: That was yeah. It was a statement, but it also shows you what type of you know what a rivalry game will do. Oh Sometimes you overlooked that team that, you know, you know, East Grand Rapids has not played well that recently but obviously they're playing a lot better this year and anytime yep. they play Lowell those kids are going to get jacked up. I'll tell you what sure. though
0: I'm going to take South Christian in this one at home. Right? Yeah. I like Christian. Yeah, you like Christian. Yeah.
3: I like Christian's schedule with, yep. the, you know, beating DeWitt beat Caledonia, a mm-hmm. team that plays in the OK Red.
2: Yeah, I, I look at, at that season opening win and it's kind of hard to look past for Grand Rapids Christian. But all this, right. is, this is another you know, good test for them. Yeah,
0: I don't mind being the uh, <laughs> be on the <laughs> island. It's all good. I'm used to it. Uh, all right. Well, let's go to the MAC. Marysville and Marine City getting together. Uh, this is a game that we will have on uh, State Champs as part of the uh, – as well, I know we have a camera that's going out mm-hmm. there, so I was going to say it's part of one of the news coverage. But this will be a, a solo game. And, uh, again, these guys you know, have been getting together and playing together against each other for a long time. That's right. And as Tom called it, maybe one of the best almost forgotten rivalries. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you mm-hmm. kind of forget that. i tell you a while Definitely back, not, let's uh, say 15, 20 years ago, Marysville was one of the best teams, you know, back in the day when they were single B, then obviously double B. But, um, and Marysville hasn't really been that good recently. Marine City's kind of taken its role, mm-hmm. they kind of flip flop, whereas Marysville used to beat up on Marine City. Now it's the other way around. Yeah, it's the Ma- biggest thing in St. Clair County, regardless of anything. No matter what St. Oh, uh, Marine Clair. City football. I mean, they,
0: oh, they it live it and
1: die out there, and
0: man. Talk about teams traveling. Marysville yeah. will travel yes. for this yeah. one because oh, yeah, they, they feel like they've got a, a pretty good squad. Yeah, they're two um, and and one right now, I believe. Yeah, two and one. Marine they lost City three and one to
3: Richmond. Richmond's pretty good. Yeah, yeah
0: Richmond's always strong. Yeah. You know, so uh, and actually, Marysville leads the series forty-one to thirty. Yeah, which they've could which might which a could be a surprise. And they won fifty-six to thirty-two last year. Over Marine City, which was a uh, which ended a 14-game losing streak, so Marysville must have just really dominated it early. Right, right. And Marine City's come back, but uh, you've got Marine City in this one.
3: Oh yeah, I got to uh, at home. I mean, I like It'll be packed. They were young last year. Um, they finished four and five, which is a, a big no-no in Marine City. <laughs> because they made the That's playoffs every year since '97, and you know if you look at their records, they pile up double digits, not mm-hmm. just playoff yeah. teams. So I, they're back. They were young last year. They're much better this year.
2: I think. I think Marine City's going to win, but I think it's going to be closer than than we might expect. Yeah,
0: Tom's got it by five. That's pretty close. Yeah, I'll take yeah. Marine City by a touchdown. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, I think and just being at home, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to be a great atmosphere. So you'll be able to watch highlights of that game on State Champs Extra Point. Uh, Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on Fox Sports Detroit. All right, let's go back to the west side, the Muskegon area this time. Mona Shores, we've been pumping them up the last few weeks right. for sure. And, uh, you know, we don't usually talk about the game. They go up against Reith's Puffer, That's right. uh, the fellow Muskegon's uh, team, but uh, they're both 3-0. and and, uh, again, the last time was a long time ago, nearly right. 20 years that uh, Reese Puffer started off this well. It's their band that usually wins the state championship every year, <laughs> That's right. not the football team.
3: You know, they way back when, they did win a state title, but that was like 25 that was, years. Uh, yeah.
1: I was actually uh, at that game. They beat Wild Lake Western on a, on a Hail Mary. Wow. Oh. I remember oh, wow. that game. You go I, it's, <laughs> I was like 14. That up, silver though, I was huh? at 4 15, yeah. <laughs> And they wow. just have
3: been totally off the radar. The way I look at this a little bit is, reese puffer and mona probably were you know obviously second class citizens to muskegon high and mona's making that jump now where yeah. they're 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 almost there at uh with muskegon high i wouldn't say they're there already but at least they can play with them now and reese puffer uh, on the other hand is taking such a dip they're trying to get back up where they can play with that second brother meaning mona yeah, shorts, so right. this is their opportunity
2: yeah, I th- I think uh, Mona Shores is you know we've talked a couple of times about teams who took a dip a step back after losing some star players and I think this is the year that Mona Shores is is back.
1: Their yeah. former quarterback is uh, Tyree, Tyree Jackson is starting and yeah. uh, at the yeah. college level right yeah,
2: now at Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, a guy to look for for Mona Shores is Damari Roberson. His brother, Junior. his brother Derice Roberson, uh, I believe went to Western Michigan. I think he he back around here, maybe playing at Wayne State, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But another, just a burner, a really fast kid who can make a lot of plays stretching the field, and I think uh, he might be the difference in this game.
3: I, Western Michigan's offered him already. Yep. You assume to get more.
2: Yeah, I, I'm sure because, you know, speed kills, and I think a lot of teams think that way. And
3: they you, can't their...
1: te- you can't teach speed. Right.
3: That's... And, and the most important thing with Mona is their quarterback, Tristan Robbins, who's mm-hmm. had a oh, great, yes. sensational year.
1: We uh, t- you know, he's just
3: not a very big kid, yeah. but he's a tough kid being a wrestler, being a lacrosse player. Um, really running the offense well, only two touchdown passes. But you look to see who they've beaten. They've beaten some quality teams. They he's on Brock a watch list, too. Yeah, like, he's someone to watch out and, for. And they him. beat Celan West. I mean, the three teams they beat yeah. are about as good as you can get as far as the first three games. You can't, can't overlook him.
2: And, and Mona Shore is also – I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he, they have a linebacker who's starting to get some D1 looks. Uh, you know, This is a this is a Mona Shores team that's really starting to, to be on the rise, and I think it's with the help of some of these standout players um, – with Tristan Robbins, with Damari Roberson, with this linebacker, which I apologize for forgetting that's all right. his name. I'll come up with it. Muskegon's yeah,
1: yeah. got a really good linebacker right now, Alvante Wallace, yeah. that's uh, really starting to heat up in his recruiting. Yeah. He's it's a junior. Of, it's kind of fun seeing
2: the Muskegon area, not just Muskegon, be, yeah. be that dominant force now that we have Mona Shores. A lot of really good of, football coming yeah. out of that area. Who's, who's kind of emerged. and Jacob Wahlberg. Jacob Jacob yeah. Wahlberg. 6'4", um,
3: 215, junior, too. Right. So and Muskegon Catholic Central, of yeah, course. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you almost wish Muskegon... Martinez you know, family? I don't, even, I don't even put them on my picks because that's yeah. a sure win. Right. I mean, they went to Frankfurt. Frankfurt's a really solid... Yeah. Game. They just beat the heck they out of them. <laughs> yeah. You know, you wish they would play somebody like in D5 or yeah. something right. to get some competition. Yeah. Or Mus- have, have them, for God's sakes, you know, you know, a, a, you know, requested an MHSA. Can we play up yeah. a class? Yeah. Yeah. Right. But Muskegon football... So somebody else won. in D8 can win <laughs> it?
2: Right. But yeah, Muskegon football is going to be fun for a while, and I think it's with Muskegon, with Mona Shores, with Muskegon CC, and maybe Reese Puffer makes it. You know, reemerges.
3: Yeah. You know, we were talking about the Traverse City area being such a, a big area, and that people think it's small town. I right. don't think it's small town. Anymore.
1: So I wouldn't say Traverse City small town. I no, mean,
3: right. we consider next. to – We were saying this the next to Lansing, Grand Rapids, and Detroit. Who's the next biggest metropolis kind of thing?
1: I think actually, and, I think Warren is actually like the third biggest
3: War, city. Have right. you been to downtown Warren? No, I know. Not I'm not I'm, <laughs> <saying, laughs> I'm just
1: saying population wise. Yeah, crazy, I isn't? understand
3: <laughs> that, yeah. but I'm talking about a centralized yes. city. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no idea where the central part of Warren's at. Yeah, right. I don't
1: either. There isn't, really. <laughs> Somewhere in Warren. <laughs> Somewhere in <laughs> South Warren. You yeah.
3: sure it isn't in Madison Heights. <laughs> now, that.
0: help me out here. Uh, Muskegon Motor Shores, Division Two. Yeah, they yes. probably okay. will be. And yeah,
3: They won't okay. play Muskegon in the playoffs because, uh, anyways, Shane told me at Fairfield that Muskegon said they're definitely D3 and Mona's bigger how wait, how well, First of
1: all, d- not to backtrack here, yeah. but how many high schools does Traverse City have? Two, well, two public, public and then St. and that's same like, it can't be that small of yeah, a school yeah, yeah. of from right. that many kids i think they have a, like a charter right, school town. there,
3: too. Yeah. Uh, yeah no they're really not. yeah
0: and you know it's interesting with the amount of eight player football teams now it looks like i don't think
3: there's going to be a lot of
0: bumping up as right. far as divisions and teams i think they're going to settle in where they mm-hmm. belong i don't think there's yeah. going to be jumping so um because there's you know that that ratio has brought it down right. So, you know they're going to have the two Division eight player track tournament. Now it's not just one
3: big pool anymore. Right. That's how many teams are playing, it's and crazy. they go by enrollment for that. Yeah, yeah, yes, they should.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, are they yeah, so, all right.
3: In the up, right? Isn't it like a double header? That yep. they have? I think so. Uperdome, fun yeah. time. U-per. I'm gonna send Scott Bernstein. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Drive <out> up there. <laughs> there. You're, show right, my, you're, right, show my around, you're
1: right around the corner there. That's, that's <laughs> all you, buddy. You that's got funny. this. I actually, I would. I, I, to be honest with you, fun. I need to take another trip at some point soon uh, to the UP. I used to go up there all the time as a kid. I loved it. Uh-huh. With some at my summer camp, yeah. we'd go up and uh, camp up there. And uh, I haven't spots. been up there in, uh, you know, fifteen years. You know. I, I was up there for. I, know, I was up there Munic for probably the first time in seven city. or eight yeah. years. Just this yeah. past summer. Copper Harbor. Yeah. Is it's my favorite.
0: Yeah. 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 I had to drive to Escanaba a few years ago. Moonlight. Right. The hockey player of the year. Levi Wonder. Yes, exactly. All right, let's go back to Oakland County, come back down here. Birmingham Groves is out of the gate undefeated once again. Uh, Oak Park is coming in at 2-1, and one. and this, again, one of those statement games, if somehow Groves can pull off a win, that like, will look good, but Oak Park should win this game. I'm surprised. Well, on paper, th- yes, maybe not on the field. Yeah, just I'm honest. just waiting for one of Greg Carter's teams to really, oh, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean,
2: bust
3: just loose. Next year yeah. might yeah. be that year. Okay. Well... You know, I think got a lot of this this is a big game for them. If yes. you consider them, and I do consider Oak Park one of the top teams in Oakland County, mm-hmm. to to make a statement, I don't mean winning 14 13 either. I'm right. yeah. I meaning winning 24 7 mm-hmm. in, in that uh, range. Where, kind of like in, how they've lost to It was 13 12 over. last year. Groves
1: I didn't won. expect yep. Groves to be 3 and 0 right now. Well, I thought they would take a dip from last year's uh, league championship, district championship, yeah, regional not championship. They're as talented. They lost a lot from graduation. They lost yeah. the heart, uh, the, the the bulk and the heart of a defense that was just a knockout defense. Right,
3: one of the best. And they
1: lost a veteran quarterback. Mm-hmm. They lost their best all round player, Colin Hurd, who's a, the yeah. Buffalo commit, who transferred over to West Bloomfield. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they had so much stacked against them. And for Coach Flaherty to have this team playing the way they're playing at 3 0 right now, the yep. defense not looking like it's missed a beat despite right. all that personnel loss that you know you just you gotta you gotta tip your cap to that. Mm.
3: To their staff. Yeah. Absolutely. I think yeah. Flaherty and his staff have done a marvelous job with this team. This is this is not an impressively, I mean, there's some talent there, but they're not. Well, like Chase they Ford, we
1: talked about him before. Chase Ford is really he mm-hmm. he he made a big step up last year as a junior uh, outside linebacker. He was a big, uh, you know, he keyed that 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 linebacking core and was really uh, a speed demon um, sideline to sideline main
3: line. ball. And now I'm he's
1: sure. moved over to offense and is carrying the ball. I believe he's gone over 100 yards uh, all three games. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just been very very. Um, consistent and, no, and tough to bring down no between the offers, tackles.
3: Jeff Duvidek. Yeah,
1: uh, and <laughs> then and a,
3: hint, hint: this kid can play. And quarterback. Col- and he, I think he would love to play football. Oh office.
1: my god, he's a and he's a he's a kid. He's a he's a two sport kid. He's a he's a be, he's a baseball player. Real and he's he's now in addition to being uh, you athletically gifted, send him gifted, an email. I will <laughs> <laughs> tell Jeff. That. In addition yeah, to being do athletically now. gifted, right. he's a very cerebral player. Chase you Ford. talk to him,
3: Chase with an I in there.
1: Yeah. All right. You talk to him and he's and, just got a well, very There's no I in team There's the there's one there's player an we've I been chase. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oak Park's got
0: that beast on defense that we've been talking about highly recruited uh that, Oak Park's, uh, uh, that uh, wasn't that what uh, what Allen was talking about We're uh, talking about um, well, they've got Oak, obviously
1: they got Mar- They got Marquand McCall, McCall, obviously. who's a,
2: who's a senior going to Kentucky. It's they Justin
1: have, Rogers, who could be the top sophomore yeah. in the whole state. Uh, Justin Rogers, I think he
2: plays line. on both sides, okay. play offensive and defensive line. A De- guy that I really line, I like defensively for Oak Park is a guy named Enzo Jennings, yeah. who's just he's he's a hard hitter in the secondary. He's playing cornerback right now. He'll probably play safety at the
0: next level. What, but
2: what about Malik Carr?
1: Robert Daniel McClellan McCaul- mm-hmm. Malik Carr is a wide receiver. Peggy Evans is son. also a defensive back.
0: Boy, yeah, 6'5". Si- <laughs> he is he is might a, be six, what, six, what does six, Peggy seven. Evans' son have
1: to do with anything?
0: Well, just she was <laughs> Miss Basketball I know. <laughs> yeah. She was a great <laughs> women's basketball player. Well, well, he's, he's the lineage you think something.
1: Yeah, He's a really good basketball player, yeah, too. I
0: just think it's funny.
3: Good sized woman. That's what I do. I get little tidbits of
0: knowledge. She ran Inkster's program for a while, right? Yeah, exactly. When they were dominant. At the I mean, she's arguably the, yeah.
1: the best no, yeah. women's basketball player to ever play in the state of Michigan. If so you did, I, a, I, if you
0: did a women's there. top athlete list of all yeah. time, she'd be mm-hmm. in yes. that.
1: I wouldn't just name normal in just uh, <laughs> <Right>. everyday. <laughs> well, I'm sure a it's a
0: very obscure days. name. People yeah. are like, "Who's
1: Peggy Evans?" Right. But <laughs> most people, you okay. know not yeah.
0: us. All right,
2: right. But the difference, Touché, is, young people. The difference in this uh, Oak Park Groves game, I think, is going to be Casual Goldsmith. Not only does he have a yeah. great name, he's a really good running back. If Oak, Oak Park can establish their running game against Groves, it's going to be because of Casual Goldsmith. And, you know, I think that might be the difference.
1: Colton Tinsley is the quarterback at Groves. He's taken over for Bo Cooley, and has done a really good job of uh, keeping that offense headed in the right direction. Um, moving over what to What about
3: DeJuan Mathis? I was
1: going to say, moving over to the quarterback at, at Oak Park, Dwan Mathis is one of the more highly touted mm-hmm. junior signal callers, has a Michigan State offer, had recently uh, decommitted from Iowa State. Yep. But, um, you know, he's, Corey he, Graham. Is he's, he's, he's very rough. Time? He's, I don't know... We'll, if we'll split time every now and then. I okay. think, I think Duan. Mathis Duan. gets 75% of the snaps, and then the other 25, he'll split out wide. And Corey Mathis Bryan is is, a, is like a, a raw, unpolished gem. I mean, yeah. it's not necessarily all put together right
3: now in 2017. You still think he'll be a quarterback in college? I do. I think
1: because you know Ohio State has got is, a big arm for a six five okay. kid. He's got a big arm and he's got he's
3: still got a lot to learn. He's, no, I, yeah, oh, yeah, there's
1: a lot of the, the the X and O's and the ins and outs of the quarterback position that I think he needs to to smooth out. But you know, look at him as a as a as a prospect, uh-huh. and people start to drool because you're six yeah. five, you got a big arm, and uh-huh. and you're in you, well. your mobile. And that's not, those aren't combinations that come along okay. every day. Ohio I'm still going
3: to I'm them. Just wait on him. No, I have, I'm every a green, no, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. He hasn't put it all him, together yeah, yet. I'm looking at him thinking, who offered him?
2: Right. Yeah. Of Ohio State might be close to offering them as well. They have a quarterback in their 2019 class, but they're very interested in him as well.
0: Okay. Well, they're currently not happy with the one performing for them right now.
2: <laughs>
1: I'll throw out one other lineage. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, lineage, uh, backup running back for... Oak Park, Toriano Richardson. Oh, yeah. His brother John is Kelly. Johnny Kelly, yeah. okay. He's a starter at Tennessee right? oh, Maybe God. more people now know Scott Now, that's Johnny good Kelly. lineage yes. there, my Scott, friend. Scott
0: Bernstein is your family <laughs> tree
2: yes. of Horse. Yes, yes, he is. My yes.
1: friends call me yes. Scoogle. Okay. instead of Google, <laughs>
0: they can just ask me and I'll Scoogle. give them the I like it. All right, let me let me stop by saying that the State Champs Prep Podcast is brought to you by Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. Go to doughraiser.com. It's the best way to fundraise for your school, your team, your group. Uh, check it out. Uh, it's just paper pieces, you know, it's just like paper pizzas that uh, you sell. It's fantastic, and uh, it's going to get you a lot of money, so a lot of dough. So check it out, com. The other uh, sponsor for this program is uh, the— um, diversified members credit union uh dmcu.com so make sure you check that out and uh, of course you know if it, they've got the best rates for loans and uh all kinds of things are great supporters of our uh program and of state champs in general so please support them please support our sponsors it's the reason we exist and why we can do this stuff yep. okay uh we've got a few more games to go with and uh let's get to it we're going to go uh out to the west southwest, southwest side of right. the state stevensville lakeshore and st joseph both teams three and zero getting together and this really is the game that everyone waits for well
3: i have a brother that lives in st joe and i you know being with the detroit news for 35 years there's certain spots in the state that you look for certain games this to me has for years and years been the game in southwest part of michigan uh, these teams play every year sometimes they meet twice because they're in the Similar enrollments. Yeah,
0: 30 to 29 is the series right now with Lakeshore leading. That
3: just speaks volumes. In the the schools, you could ride a bicycle from one stadium to the next. That's how close they are. Um, beautiful part of the state. If you've ever been on Lakeshore Drive there, anyways it's a yeah. it's a it's a great atmosphere, uh great you know, views of Lake Michigan from the football fields. But getting back to the football game itself, Lakeshore's really con- kinda controlled things in this mm-hmm. series for the last four or five years and I gotta go with the Lancers. They've really um really been one of the top teams in that area.
2: I'm kind of impressed with Saint Joe's and kind of you know, I th- kind of felt that maybe they'd take a step back with mm-hmm. some of the players that they've lost. Corey Malone Hatcher, who right. um, went on to Michigan, he had to retire because of an injury, but you know he yeah. was you know one of our Mister Football top ten, he was. and mm-hmm. just an absolute menace at the defensive end position. It so it's right. it's a good credit to the job that St. Joe's is doing. You know, being able to still be three and zero at this point, and you know three more wins, they're back in the playoffs.
3: And they, you know, they hit that home and home series with U of D Jesuit, mm-hmm. and this year they're playing at U of D actually, Hazel Park. Right, got UAD's home <laughs> field, but it would be interesting to see them and uh, come to this side of the state and say, how oh, well they do against UAD. But yeah. getting back to this game, this 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 is what high school football is about. Yeah. Right,
2: I, I think Lakeshore wins again. I, again, St. Joseph's, you know, done well being three and zero, but I think uh, Lakeshore
0: take, has more. I'll than. take the Lancers too. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, right I'll, there. yeah. I'll uh, I'll take Stevensville Lakeshore. Mm-hmm. Four for I'm four. Now. That's it. Uh, all right. Um, even though in your picks column, Tom, you have St. Joseph by three. Oh,
3: that's right, I did. He, he, he I went did. with the upset. I going to say, yeah, you did. You said, you know, let's go with the upset. I, you know, I I was, well, this the, way he's
0: not
2: wrong the, ob- obviously,
3: the other. No, the obvious choice was to take yes, sure of course. in this game. Mm-hmm. But if you look at a lot of the games in this series, the upset happens. So yeah. That's mm-hmm. why I'm going. to Probably could St. Joseph at home. So. It means nothing. Hey,
0: whatever. It's going to be a great <laughs> game. And, uh, yeah. again, it's good. this is a great rivalry, and that's what you want. You know, Will it be 30-30 or 31 31- you know, twenty nine. Sure, so, yeah. uh, Utica Eisenhower and Chip Valley getting together again as they always do. Both teams three and O, and really. Uh, you, Eisenhower is now establishing themselves as a serious power yep. in Division One, and very well could get to Ford Field. They were a hair's breadth, they were knocking on, the door, knocking on the door last year. And their quarterback Max Whitworth has been unbelievable. But Chip Valley don't sleep on. They're also three and zero, uh, and a team that uh, has come out of the gate playing good football. And Tom, I think you have Chip Valley ranked number six in your in your top
2: 25. You know, Scott
0: Merchant has done. You well, know what you year know, is it always, now? Yeah. How long has he been there now? About what? Five years? Oh, say. it's longer. Has it been longer? I'm going to say wow.
3: eight or it's something. Been, oh yeah, it's wow. Has it point. been that long? Yeah. Um, and last think. year they were real young. They mm-hmm. had like 19 starters back. This right. is "quote unquote" their year. Uh, my problem with that is that Eisenhower is go- is probably
1: <laughs> as. It's not great when it's your year and Eisenhower is looking like <laughs> Eisenhower. <laughs> <Yeah>. And Eisenhower
3: <laughs> is probably as talented as they were last year, maybe yeah. even more so. What I saw against Dakota that night really opened my eyes. And I even text back and forth with Chris Smith. The, the I score said, opened my eyes. I just loved the way they played. They were down 7-0 in yeah. that game. Dakota was playing really well. And they just put the beat down on them. And I thought the only area that they were, were a little weak in, Ike, was the, the secondary. There were some mishaps Smith. back there. And right. Smith knew that, too. We went back and forth. He says, you know, we're correcting those. You know, the coaches aren't stupid. They, understand. they see film, too. Um, but, I don't know, Eisenhower's really good. I, if I had to say one team in Division One, I don't have them ahead num- uh, of Cass, mm-hmm. for obvious reasons, uh, I'd say Eisenhower's the best team in Division I, one I right got,
1: now. I got right. Max in my in my blog uh, this week, uh, the top
3: five uh, I can't imagine, rankings from Mr. Basketball. Mr. Ama- Mr. Football. I can't imagine <laughs> a player in that list that's playing better than uh, think right. I, I, I think maybe I'm, Josh. I, Josh, his numbers. I, yeah, I think I made Max a plays better competition. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, that's uh, yeah.
1: So I, I made a bold statement in my blog, and I'll, I'll tease it here. Uh, I, I, I've, I, I believe that Max Whitworth is probably the best public school quarterback Macomb County has seen since Jason Farcasa. Mm. Um, well, like yeah, you know, I, I, don't, I don't, I, I can't. You know, I'm, I'm racking my brain. That's almost ten years. It's been eight or nine years, and Jason was a
3: great athlete. He just wasn't as big as. Yeah, we're not taking Whitworth. I'm not talking De La Salle with uh, Dio and You go on that you right. go on the field and no. watch Whitworth practice and warm up. Yeah. He's a good size athlete. Yeah. He is he can he's run. Got an,
2: he's got an Eastern offer and I think he, I think there's gonna be more no, by the end. Eastern's, yeah, Eastern's off. Oh, okay. They, I wasn't aware of that. They oh.
3: they offered him, but they he was too late. Oh, oh. Okay. but western Kentucky's still on the table. Okay.
1: okay. Oh. He's a guy yeah. that I think, and, East, might and Eastern's more. pretty good now. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? They, got,
3: they got a quarterback, yeah. so they took it away. Okay. So you know, remember Brad
1: Tanner at Romeo a couple right. years ago? Didn't yes. he have any offers. Yes. Western Michigan after the state final. tournament, and then you know, so you know, one-handed catch yeah. in the snow. Yeah. That's right. He, he, might,
3: he might have been the best player in the state playoffs. Yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah. saying Whitworth.
1: And you know, sometimes I you know in this day and age, everyone's
3: getting offers when they're 14 or 15.
1: that doesn't mean you're not going to end up at a big school. Thing is, we're talking about backs,
3: and as well as we should, they have six or seven or. Eight kids on that team that yep. are yeah. super playmakers. Yeah. Yep. They got a tight end that's going to uh, uh, West Point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the running back's a junior. I don't escapes my name. Oh, jeez, he's a good name too. I'll think of it. Oyster. That's <laughs> his Oyster. last that's name. Right. Oyster. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Nice.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we got casual. We yeah, got. What's that? Casual. Yeah.
0: What's that lineage? Oyster. <laughs> <Right>. What's that? <laughs>
1: on, the state? on, on the an island from the sea some island, yeah. Um, right. But they're
3: they're really he's, good. Whitworth, uh, Wh- <laughs> Whitworth looks every <laughs> part of, of Mr.
2: Football <laughs> 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 candidate. You look at, I saw him play against Oak Park. He played great against Oak Park. And you know that yeah. that defense we were just talking about. They've got some athletes out there. He played very well against them. Tom talked about the way Whitworth played against Dakota. You know he he looks like Mr. Football.
0: So how is Chip Valley going to counter that? How are they going to stay in the game? Last year they lost forty two to nothing.
3: Well, they're going to go over game film of that, and they'll yeah. probably put that one up on the on uh, the bulletin I board. I think I remember that game. Uh, and thing is, they were up and down last year too, Chip Valley, because they were mm-hmm. so young. And they're they, definitely up right now, uh, yeah. Because they, I think they beat up on Romeo last year, then they got beat up themselves by Ike. Um, I think they got a lot of experience. I think they, mm-hmm. you know, playing at home, uh, they're going to have to mix it up. Um, Don't make mistakes like Dakota did. Dakota made too many mistakes. That should have been a closer game when they played Dakota. I mean, as well as Ike played, Dakota made some critical penalties. I'm talking you're you're third and four and you jump off sides. Now it's third and nine. That happened more than once in that game, and you Mm -hmm. can't do that against Ike. You have to play somewhat of a near-perfect, you know, maybe one turnover, three or four penalties, and that's it. Right. Um, and Chip beat Dakota win. already. Yep. No, they haven't played or No, they, they haven't played. They Who haven't is it? What's they their big Romeo? Win? They, beat they beat Romeo, out. which that's a that's, that's a really it. good one. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna be
2: at I'm gonna be at this game tomorrow. I'm gonna make the the bold prediction. I'm gonna pick Chippewa Valley to win. Um hmm. I, th- I think Chippewa Valley's defense could be the difference here and, and okay. a player to look for, his name's Marcel Lewis. He's a he's a linebacker, he's either a junior or a senior. I think he might be a junior. Um but I think Chippewa Valley's defense might be the the up to the task. Yeah, I think you know I don't expect them to you know hold, stop uh, hold him, the right down to fourteen points, right. but I think they'll play well enough to keep Chippewa Valley in the game. You know Scott Merchant, the rest of that coaching staff—they've always been known for being able to put points on the board. So mm-hmm. I think uh, I think there's going to be a little
1: bit of an upset. Okay. Yeah. Well, really? Uh, yep. Well, again, that's you know. bold, man. I, I try <laughs> to go bold. Be bold. Be bold. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like Sly Sloan. Why are you picking yeah, on Canelo? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, take right. it easy, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah, mad yeah. at those commercials. I do. Lewis is a uh, junior. Just, Lewis is a junior. Just
0: up, I, know, him up, I know. You
1: know. It's gonna be, all right. He's not bold enough for you? Yeah. Right. <laughs>
0: We've got uh, one more to go, and that is uh, it's staying in the MAC, and that is Macomb Dakota welcoming in Warren Mott. Warren Mott coming in undefeated, and uh, Dakota at 2 1 1 with the one loss to
3: Ike. And I normally I open the show by saying I go to different parts of the state, and I did take two Mac Red games. It's all and right. I just, I just think that's very important. Yeah. Yeah. More so for Dakota. I know that sounds crazy because you got Mott who's you know trying to stay in first place. Dakota's got to They can't lose this game. You go right. two and two, and all of a sudden you're just another team in the Mac Red. Right. That has not been Dakota's moniker for the last 20 years right. uh, since Giannone took over the mm-hmm. program. Um, I think this uh, I I like Dakota in this game. I don't think Mott has played the competition Dakota has you, you can I know St. Mary's is 0 and 3 but it's still a good win going to St. Mary's on that first uh Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I Dakota talent wise they're really really good but they got to show me more. They got to grow up a little bit as a team and not make those mental errors.
2: Right. You you look at Warren Mott on the other side. Warren Mott is always one of these teams that's you know, kind of on the outskirts of being one of the, the first mentioned teams in the Mac Because and, and you know, they've the only been that. in the red a few years right. now. Yeah. Correct. That's and a credit to Tom Milanoff. Yeah, yes. I do,
3: and his staff, they do a great job. A lot of times they only have 35 to 40 kids right. on varsity. They're going yeah. against 60 at Eich yeah. right. or 70, whatever right. they have. And what Mott, if you look regionally, too, they're just kind of that outcast because yep. everybody else is in northern Macomb County. <laughs> they're out in and the, you south. In the you know, right. And yeah. you have you almost three miles away from being in Oakland County, yep. and they're just a different team. But give them credit. This is a young team. They've played really well so far. You know where they I don't, know. They win, I don't know if they're up to the task. They win
0: in right. the trenches. Yeah, they're always mean and nasty. Yeah. You know,
3: they on, have on, tough on, kids in South. Exactly. Moore. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's, that's <laughs> I'm you saying. have to be tough. To that's live in what I'm South saying. So
2: this, this is meant in the the in a positive way, but Warren, Mott, the way that you can kind of describe them is kind of pesky. They they just never go away. They you know when you, they go into a game, you expect a blowout that never happens. They just stick around. They kind of wait for their chance, and that's you know. They're a team that surprises you on a on a weekend. Without yeah, they, basis.
3: I look at them. I, I agree with you, what you said. They like to play in the dirt. Yes. and for a long time they had to they had to play in the yes. dirt because yeah. right. their field was mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah, <laughs> to
0: play in. The but dirt. anytime I go to signing days for Warren Motts, mm-hmm. it's always
3: linemen. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. you know it's it's rare. Always, on the skill side.
3: They also usually have that really good quarterback that's yep. going for two thousand yards yep. a year. Mm-hmm.
1: I like uh, talking about quarterbacks. I like over at Dakota the he t- has good. the tan- he has good linemen. the tantalizing Toco. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to ride uh, Team Toco uh, to this victory. You know, and he played
3: well against Ike when I saw him. Hey, you know, he, I, not a very big kid.
1: I believe he's Coach Toco's uh, the basketball coach's son. Yes, uh, he is. And, and Coach Toco's also one of the coordinators for. And the they're about football.
3: the same height too, yeah. so he did, he must have got his height from his dad because you know. And That's I'll right. tell you, he got his toughness too. Yeah, he mm-hmm. took a ton of hits from Ike that day, and he didn't back down.
0: Well, I'll go Warren Mott in this one,
2: oh, there you even go. at Dakota. I'll I'll take Dakota. I think if Dakota was unbeaten, I think it might be a little bit different, but I think that Eisenhower loss was enough of a, a wake-up call. The
0: desperation
2: it. for right. them to get yeah, you know, I think
3: win. a lot of times when you lose a game like that, because there is a lot of game film to look at for the Dakota yep. coaching staff to say, we got to correct that, we got to correct that, we got to correct that. So right. I think they got their players' attention. If, if
2: there weren't any corrections that needed to be made, I think this might be a game where Mott sneaks up and, and
0: yeah, po- pops them. Well, and remember, Dakota's won the last two times they played each other. Mm-hmm. That's right. So That's Warren right. Mott has got its own, you know, like, hey, this is our time. That's true. You know, if anything, if this is not the time, for, let's go get them and beat them at their house. And, and so, one
3: thing about Matu, kind of on their bandwagon here, but it seems like when they make the playoffs, they're always playing Castech in the right. district. Yeah. Right. And they're always stuck with the, the yeah. technicians. Because that's yeah. being, it's it's called South Oakland. It's, it's because you're well, in South, South Macomb Moore. County. Yes, right. Exactly. And so, you know, my point is they, they're used to that. I yeah. mean, you want to play the tough teams? We, are. we already played the tough. We play in the Mac Red. We play the Castech in the district. That's right. right. So yeah. let's go.
0: Fortson and Warren Mott are the two teams that kind of get the the
2: right. short straw. yeah,
3: Fortson, cats. exactly. You can put Fortson in. Right, though.
0: back in the day, they'd always have like Southeastern in the second round. Yes. You know, like, right. they're like we're power thing. Will Golson running all over the place.
3: and yep. These guys are like, come on, man, we were <laughs> undefeated
0: this year. We got to right. play this team. That's right now. That's your reward for your yeah. undefeated year. Right. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, all right, well, good, good job, guys. Uh, so, so, if anybody's keeping track, uh, Tom's eighteen and twelve
3: in his picks. i um, six in, uh, and two four th- each. Six and
0: four. Yeah, exactly. And six. Where'd you really blow it last week?
3: Look. Uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I forget from one week to another. I know. But I, I, can, I can look it up. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Um,
0: it's always fun to, to give Tom a hard time about the ones he right. really got wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know.
3: there's, there's usually some that, like, why did he pick that team? Yeah. Oh, that wasn't it. Where is
0: that?
2: You know, it's, it's one of those things where, where you make your picks and you think you got them right and you get the right, you know, upsets and then the upset that you pick doesn't happen. And you just think to yourself, what am I thinking? Okay. Right. We do that in the playoffs a lot.
3: I can't find
0: it. No, it's no, all it's good. good. <laughs> if maybe Could if you imagine. find it by tomorrow night, you can listen right. to it on the State Champ Scoreboard Radio Show. Right. So, but I did
3: take Traverse City West by two over Central. Oh, good there call. And they won twenty nine twenty seven. Right, and wow. they yeah,
0: and they had they had been it had been a few it had been four years I think since they'd won that mm-hmm. game. So uh, that's a good one. Central, but game,
3: right. we were talking about it. You know, they had we're to come back Traverse and win City. that. Too. If they play each other again, I'm saying it right now. Yeah. I think Central will win. Okay. Wow.
0: Yeah, I like the quarterback at Central.
3: Yeah. He throws yeah. the ball well. Yeah. He's got some good athletes at the receiver spot. They just, uh, they. Well, they got to cap- play
0: Brother Ice later, so.
3: That'll at, be interesting. Yeah, brother Rice got go up eight. there. Yeah, week eight. Yeah, yeah. That, that home that's
0: a tough home game. So. They, they for came Rice.
1: down here last uh, last year and Rice uh, beat them. Uh, yep. by In overtime. And they I were believe. undefeated yeah. coming into that game. Back, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, the state champ scoreboard will be on tomorrow night from 10:30. When I say tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Thursday or maybe on Friday, will be on Friday night. Is our, our radio show on 97.1 The Ticket? You can also listen. You can listen a lot of ways. The MHSA Network now streams it at MHSANetwork.com, so you can listen to it live there if you would like. Uh, you can also find it on many radio stations throughout the state. If you are, if you happen to be in uh, the Grayling area, or you happen to be in Grand Rapids, it's on several stations. Uh, so check it out. On maybe it's on one of the ones you have coming up. It's anything basically that is the Tigers Radio Network. Right. If you are on that network, then you might be getting the scoreboard after the show. So, uh, and the good thing is now as we get towards the end of the Tiger season and with Pistons and Red Wings preseason, we might be starting a little earlier than 10:30 in a lot of cases and. So bonus, so they're going to bonus right. this time. So uh, we got to make sure we're at the station there early <laughs> right. so that we could start so when you those don't games have are. Yeah, they are. We don't have out. dead air exactly.
3: I want to go back to those. Picks. Oh yeah, go ahead. Churchill Stevenson that really surprised me last week. Churchill had played so well the so week before well. against Northville, yeah. Just, and then they're playing Stevenson. I was I, I was uh, riding all, really
1: also Brooks train and then got a de- got a little derailed. That
3: that was yeah. Yeah. well those Lavonda
0: games they're tough. Yep.
3: Yep. City rivalries.
0: Stevenson's got tradition, no That's, doubt about it. Yep.
3: And yeah, they don't want to lose to Churchill.
2: Coach McAuliffe has that program back going in the right direction. Sounds like down for a while. Three and oh. Sounds, sounds yep. like
0: it. Um, and also, as far as the scoreboard goes, you can pick it up. Uh, on Facebook Live, so if you want to check it out and look at our ugly mugs, you can do that. <laughs> uh, you can check it out. Uh, Danny will be there though, so you can see her pretty face. So yeah. if you she balances it out, she for balances it rules. out very nicely. So uh, that is the scoreboard tomorrow against State Champs. Extra Point is on 10 a.m. Saturday on Fox Sports Detroit, and then State Champs, of course, uh, is on Sunday. We have a recap of some of the football from Extra Point on Sunday's show, but we also have a new game every week. We'll have a Saturday special. Uh, this week, for you small school lovers out there, we'll have Westland Lutheran taking on Sterling Heights Parkway Christian. So a showdown. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, for those schools, it's a big uh-huh. game. So. Nice. uh Yeah. So, anyway, that is uh, the podcast. Again, State Chance Press podcast is brought to you by Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. Go to doughraisercom to fundraise your next event with Hungry Howie's Pizza. And dmcu.com is the website for Diversified Members Credit Union. Uh, please support our sponsors. We appreciate it. And we'll see you next week.